0: This is Psalms to God, Season 2, Episode 2, The Fall of Man. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, She took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 through 7, New King James Version. Welcome back to the Psalms to God podcast. Um, So today I have a guest with me. This is Michael. He goes to church with me and um, he's involved in like everything. Um, (laughs) So I figured that he would be a great guest because why not be involved in more things?
1: Um, (laughs) More eh? (laughs) working.
0: No, I just, I felt like he had a very solid foundation in the word. And so I wanted to bring him on to have a conversation. So Welcome. To the show.
1: Thank you, Sheree. Thank you for having me. Thank
0: you for being here. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the fall of man. Um, I chose this particular topic because I feel like it's fundamental to understanding where we are. Like the whole saying, like you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you came from. Yep. So I went back and I read Genesis 3. Um, and I thought that I was really, really familiar with this story. But when I went back and read it, I started noticing things that I didn't really notice before. Things mm-hmm. start to stand out and you start to realize how things kind of got forgotten or how things kind of got twisted. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to step back through it. Um, okay. And I'm sure because I told you in advance what we were talking about, yeah. that you've also gone back. Yeah, I read it. And read it. <laughs> yeah. did, did new things come out for you too? Or was it like...
1: Uh, I think I paid attention more to it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think I even went back and listened to some sermons and like, oh yeah, that's like, it's, history tends to repeat itself. It does. So it's super important, I think, as you said, to, to really pay attention to what happened at the beginning, because it kind of replays into our lives every single day and into our current present.
0: It it definitely does. Um, one of the first things that I noticed is that the first thing Satan does is try to cast doubt on God. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Which, I mean, when I say it like that, it's like, oh, duh, that's what Satan does. But <laughs> but I thought it was interesting because that's also what um, Satan does when he tries to tempt Jesus in Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, like, oh, like it, it's trying to get you to act out on your own, like as though God's not there for you. Yeah. It's like rely on yourself instead of relying on God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that was one of the biggest things I think I noticed when I went back and read that chapter.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't know why but in the beginning I would like the first time I read it it's just like oh yeah Satan told her to eat this and she, she did. ate it. Yeah. Yeah. It, like I didn't really process like the the strategy that he was using.
1: Yep. Yeah. It was kind of like oh she did it on her own will kind of thing. Um, yeah. We don't really think like I, I guess we kind of blame Satan oh it's just his fault but yeah. we also play a part in kind of listening to him and allowing him that influence
0: yes i'm glad you mentioned that because that was the second thing that i noticed there's actually two things two critical things i noticed about the whole scenario is that one Mm -hmm. um if you go back into genesis 2 Mm -hmm. when God creates Eve. Mm-hmm. The reason He creates Eve is because He says that it's not good that man be alone. Yes. But when Satan goes to Eve, Eve is alone, which means that Adam is also alone. Exactly. Yeah. And the whole reason God created Eve was is they so that Adam be a... wouldn't be alone. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, they but they weren't together. Yeah. And Satan strategically took that moment to attack. Yes. And so I was like, oh, it like we often think of the first point of breakage or the first point of sin as um her actually accepting satan's advice Mm -hmm. but when i went back i was like oh actually the first step was them splitting up
1: yep pretty much
0: and um i i don't know if you i think you follow little light studios too
1: i've watched their videos i don't know if i'm a subscriber but i should
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i was i listened to a lot of their videos and one of the things that they're always saying is that it's like a slippery slope like you start with this one little thing that doesn't seem Mm -hmm. that bad and then the next thing you know you're like way over here in you know the devil's lair yeah and you're like how Mm -hmm. did i get here yeah and it seems like it's so simple like they just separated and then the next thing you know Mm -hmm. Here we are in 2020 in all this chaos. The world's falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and um, the second part of that is that, you know, Eve by herself, when she starts this conversation mm-hmm. with Satan, she actually adds to what God said. Did yes. you notice that?
1: Yes. I remember. I'm like, hmm, I don't think God actually said that. Like,
0: God didn't say that. Yeah. He
1: just, she went like more into detail into it. And I was kind of like, mm, okay. Yeah. Maybe I there's a conversation we don't know about, but.
0: Right. So it went from you can't eat this. Mm-hmm. To, can't touch you it. You can't touch yeah. this. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, if you're familiar with like Jewish law, mm-hmm. the Jews were notorious for adding all this extra stuff yes they're like oh i you know i don't want to accidentally do work on the sabbath so, yeah. so i can't even flip a light switch um yeah. which you know no offense but there are still some who do who, that who do this mm-hmm. and so i was thinking of that when i looked at eve and i'm like eve you just made it life harder like you, you can't even touch the tree now like that's not what god said
1: yeah adding extras. Well, you haven't said it yet, but I think also he took advantage of that. He's like, um, yeah, didn't God say, he, he questioned He turned it into a question and that was like the point of doubt. Yeah. And so by her actually adding, he found like, I guess it gave him room, like wiggle room.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing that I thought the most, which is in the same vein, is mm-hmm. that when we make up things, that don't really make sense because they're not true. Mm-hmm. So God has absolute truth. Yeah. And he says, don't eat the fruit. But you're like, oh, I can't even touch the fruit. But you not being able to touch the fruit is not truth. So hmm. then when I attack your conjecture that you can't touch the fruit, it's gonna crumble. It's yeah. Because it's not true. It's not true, yeah. And if you are tied to that
1: makes the the first truth. The
0: first truth seems untruth. not true too. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> And I've noticed we do this a lot with traditions in the church. Hmm, good you point. you agree?
1: Good point. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I started thinking really hard, like, how many things do we say, like, oh, I have to do this to be, like, a good Christian or to be, like, you know, a follower of God. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I have to dress up. Like, I have to be dressed up yeah. when I go to church or else I'm not a good follower of God. But that's not really true.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And
0: so if Satan comes and attacks that point,
1: it kind of crumbles and it's like, well, what are you what actually we... doing? Yeah. And it makes what's actually true seem untrue true again. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think a lot that happens to a lot of people as they kind of go through about their faith is when things like that get attacked, like the traditions and the rituals and we get mm-hmm. into rituals without really having the faith anymore. So once your ritual becomes, uh, untrue it's like well what am i what do i believe in anymore yeah. so you start questioning your
0: faith i must say for a large portion of my life i was just anti eve <laughs> wow not a fan of eve
1: as a woman you would say that
0: um, <laughs> um, especially as a woman i would say that um i think so i'm one of the women who suffers from uh severe pains once a month uh and, yeah. you know, I, like once a month, I'd be like, yo, Ian, why did you do that? Why did you do that? That was that was so reckless. Um, but one of the things that I processed going back through it, um, particularly with the study Bible, because the study Bible tells you to check out other verses. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go into 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, um, it tells you that. You know, the sin actually came from Adam because he was not deceived, but Eve was deceived. Yes. So when Satan ha- went and had this conversation, mm-hmm. because Eve set herself up for failure, she's not, you know, she's not totally in the clear Yeah. that she set herself up for failure and then she allowed herself to be deceived and confused. By Satan, yeah. But when she actually did it, she didn't do it with malicious intent, like, oh, I'm going to go disobey God. No. Yeah. On purpose, it was she allowed her head to get Mm-hmm. a little discombobulated but when she finally goes back and approaches adam. her husband yeah. and she tells him like hey let's eat this he goes along he with goes it. along with it yeah that even was a though great he point. knows
1: because that jumped out to me too and also when god comes back the first person god asks for is adam yeah he doesn't go eve what did you do he goes adam where are you what happened So I I think that for me, that first thing that jumped out as a a man is like, oh, look at the sense of responsibility goes to the man as like, first and foremost, God is going to ask you, like, you know, if you have wife and kids, where where are your wife and your kids? Like you are responsible for those around you. And I think that jumped out to me as well was he was uh, intentional in um, disobeying God's order. And yes, Eve presented it to him, but he had a choice. Yeah, And I think one of the things I was reading or listening to, um, she said, I think Ellen G. White said, um, at, in that moment, his love for Eve was greater for his, than his love for God. And I was like, wow. Like, it just kind of paused, like, okay. Yeah. Kind of took me a while to digest that part.
0: When I got to that point, it there was something very, I don't know, it was like life-changing reading back through it. Um there's actually a couple of different things that I processed from it. Some are more like literal, some are more spiritual. Um, I guess we can talk about all of them, mm-hmm. but um <laughs> trying to think of which way to go first and second, and whatnot. Um, I think I'll start with the fact that you mentioned his love mm-hmm. for her. Uh-huh. Because I think since you mentioned that, it's easier to just sure. transition into that. <laughs> um it's actually very much a parallel of the gospel okay so adam is in paradise he's in this perfect place Mm -hmm. everything is great and this woman comes to him and is like oh let's do this and he knows that it's wrong but he's like okay i i'm gonna do this anyway like maybe we don't know maybe eve was determined like well you can eat it or not eat it i'm still gonna eat it we don't really know what Mm -hmm. she said but in that moment, he was willing to give up everything and for her. and die yeah. for this woman. But technically, that's also what Christ did. Yes. I mean, Christ wasn't disobeying God. Exactly, yeah. There's a slight difference. But he was in heaven, living his best life. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I will go down to this earth that is full of evil and sin and i will take on the sin of my bride which is the church yeah which is a woman and mm-hmm. you know he was like i will die for her yeah or for us and i was like wow like that's all the way all the way from the beginning beginning
1: yes and it's foreshadowed as well later on in that same chapter yes,
0: yes. Yes, we'll get there too. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh my goodness, it's so beautiful. Like, I never thought I would say the fall was beautiful. It was... Uh, but <laughs> there, like, there was just like a beauty that I saw in that message.
1: Yes, it's kind of like the start of, I don't know, some kind of movie where you, you kind of notice like, oh man, it's, it's, it's sad, but like... Yeah. gut-wrenching but it, at the same time there's kind of like an appreciation for
0: yeah what happened it's and like a it's like a tragedy yeah a tragedy it's, yeah the yeah it's a tragedy but it's very like
1: dramatic like in
0: yeah i don't know romantic in a sense almost yeah it was just something that was like oh <laughs> you're gonna
1: die but i want to die with you <laughs> yeah
0: it's like the romeo and juliet type <laughs> of like love story where yeah you're just like oh let's I both wanna-. die together <laughs> <It's Yeah>. like- <laughs> <laughs> like yeah I want a husband that's willing to die with me (laughs) in stupidity no hopefully I will have a husband that will be like no don't don't do that yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but like that was one of the things that jumped out to me Mm -hmm. Um, another thing was like you said about the responsibility and it's interesting because in this chapter when we go through the punishment so God punishes the serpent Mm -hmm. first then he punishes Eve and then he punishes Adam. Adam. Mm-hmm. And it's in here that we find the verses that say that like the woman is supposed to be submissive to her husband. Which is interesting because a lot of people interpret that God went to Adam first because he was the husband. But if her punishment was to be submissive to her husband, she, she was, wasn't submissive uh, yeah, before. before. Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah,
1: good good point. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Did you um I didn't think of it that way. Uh, <laughs> but I did notice the submission part as like, oh, this is like a fall. This is a result of the fall. Yeah. And at before the, before that, they were on equal footing. Like mm-hmm. he, um I think Eve meant like um from his side, his like woman of his of own flesh, like she was just someone just like me. Yeah. We're we're equals. And um it changed once we had the fall. And I mean, each person had their own consequences like the serpent, you know, yeah. lost his his beauty and he's crawling on the ground and the woman had the uh, the pain of ch- childbirth and Adam as the, the husband had to work hard so each yeah. person had their own individual consequences but I think that was specific like consequence was that um it was different from what it was before yeah. so um if she's submissive now which meant before that she wasn't yeah so that's a good point yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah so I thought it was interesting because um I think so one i had to ask myself like why did god go to adam first if eve wasn't submissive to him at that time Mm -hmm. um which i guess i'll ask you first
1: (laughs) um i can't i i think one i think sermon i did here he the i mean i guess seeing it that it was a male pastor it was kind of like uh a male perspective it was like oh Well, Adam was created first. Adam still had kind of like, he named Eve. Like Eve didn't pick her own name. He named everyone else and then he named Eve. So that kind of still hadn't, he was implying that Adam still had some sort of authority Mm -hmm. in a sense as being first. Um, But I think you can also argue that his sin was also like uh, very on his own. Like he had the time to deliver it. Deliberate and decide if he was going to sin. I think as well. Maybe that was why.
0: Yeah, I
1: like I, Eve was pressured. He had, I think, adequate time to decide. Oh no, what are you doing? That's bad.
0: I thought it was like multiple things. Mm-hmm. So I do agree. Adam was created first. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I always notice when I go back through Genesis one and two is that God creates Adam, and then it seems He creates the garden. And then he creates Eve. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Adam might have actually seen God create something. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is, we see God tell Adam directly, don't do this. Um, But we don't actually see an interaction between God and Eve. Mm. Which indicates that maybe it was left to Adam to tell Eve what God had told him. Mm -hmm. um, Making him a de facto leader, not because he's male, but yeah. just because he was first born, first, first created. Yeah. Um. But the other thing that I noticed is that when Satan convinces Eve that it's okay to eat the fruit, mm-hmm. she doesn't just start eating the fruit right then. She takes the fruit Some, to yeah. Adam mm-hmm. and says, hey, let's eat this together. So she already kind of deferred mm-hmm. to him. And in that moment, Adam could have said, hey, let's take this to God. In that moment, he could have been like, I don't think this is right. Yo, God, come down here for a minute. We yeah. need to talk. And he could have brought God. Are you
1: lying to us? Because this guy's saying you're lying. Yeah. Right.
0: Like, And of course, because Adam wasn't deceived, he knew that it was a lie. So he could have been like, look, I need you to talk some sense into you know, this woman that you've given me because she thinks she's confused. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to explain to her you know, that that this is wrong or whatever. Like, he could have called God to intermediate yeah. into that situation. But instead, mm-hmm. he just did what he wanted to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree with that point. I don't know about the point of which order they ate the fruit in. I don't know. Like, I'm still iffy on that. Like, who ate first or did they, they eat it together?
0: I think it says that they ate it together. I mean, um, and it's also... Because also... Well, the first thing they noticed is that because their were eyes making... were
1: open and they open at the same time so yeah that yeah. would assume that they ate it i think at that point maybe they like they ate it together um but i do agree on the point that um adam had more time with god and that in a sense he was a de facto leader in the sense that you, you know he had a responsibility to um to show eve like oh look i know god he's mm-hmm. not like that what this guy just said was wrong that was his moment to say that yeah. or let's talk to god first yeah and um, um i think what was again referring back to the things i've read <laughs> or listened to um i think this was also from that uh chapter from ellen g white where she says you know in that moment um she they were separated so that was her moment of weakness from during that separation if adam had been there that most likely that wouldn't have happened he would have probably like hey no no i i don't that's not from God. Like, you know. He was like, go away. Yeah. And in the other sermon, he was like, even Eve was astonished because the serpents, none of the ad- animals talk. So if one of these animals are talking to you that something is wrong, so it's like there are alarm bells going off right away.
0: But she doesn't seem to think well. So I should interject one. Mm-hmm. Some people believe that the animals talked. Yeah. I've they... heard
1: that too. But this guy just said like, oh, um, yeah.
0: I am in the camp that I believe the, the animals, animals talk. talked. Okay. Um, one because Eve doesn't seem to be Scared. astonished. Yeah, astonished. That a, that okay. The serpent is talking to her, and of course, also there, said
1: there was more cunning than any other beast of the field. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but also, well, that's a whole different topic. But I just, I mean, obviously we saw that God had um, Balaam's donkey talk later. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And. In my own personal experience, I've seen animals talk to each other. Um, mm-hmm. Not li- like I haven't heard them. At all. <laughs> you guys think that I like okay. completely lost my mind, but no, I've I've seen where like I have a dog and I have a cat, yeah. or I had a dog and a cat, and I would see them like laying there with each other, like just staring at each other, where it seems like they communicating. are communicating, uh-huh. and they never had any problems with each other. And then I noticed that the dog would bark as a doorbell for the cat. And uh-huh. I feel like the on- like he only barked when she wanted to come in the house. And I'm like, she has to be telling him somehow, somehow yeah. that she wants to come in the house. So in my mind, personally, I feel like when God um, changed the languages during the Tower of Babel... Mm-hmm. I think that possibly mm-hmm. there was a language that the animals got, and we don't understand. it. Oh, okay, that's, that's a good point. Okay. That's my that's personal interpretation. There is, okay, there is nothing that supports or, you know, mm-hmm. denies that biblically. So, you know, for those listening, pray. Don't just <laughs> do just take my my interpretation and run with it. Um, but yeah, I think that. Definitely everything else you said with Adam and Eve, definitely true. Um, it also made me look at kind of how you said mm-hmm. about the responsibility. It made me look at the punishment of Eve being submissive to her husband in a different light. Because mm-hmm. technically, it's also a punishment to Adam. Because yeah. Adam failed Yeah. to be the leader. And now God is like, but you're going to be the leader. Like <laughs> Yeah,
1: like now you have to. Yeah. Now you have to do it. You like have you're to on make the right decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I thought that was really interesting Hmm. okay yeah
1: it's it's funny because he didn't really think about it so one of the points one of the sermons brought up he's like yeah adam um eve was smarter than adam she actually thought about it when she spoke to the serpent she stopped deliberated she looked at the fruit and said it was pleasing it looked good enough to eat and she thought about the serpent's arguments he Mm -hmm. just took it and ate like yeah. it was like, he didn't even put any thought into it. And I'm like, guys still do that. <laughs> and that's pretty much what he said in that thing. Like, they, I
0: wasn't going to say that.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm, I mean, I'm being honest. Like, like women still have that kind of, I think, influence on men. And like, yeah. And it's just that, you know, she'll say something and you're like, okay, sure. You just went, oh, he just went with it. And you're like, well, that was it. like the other, some other guy would be like, dude, that's not a smart decision.
0: Like, why would you Why do would
1: that? you do that? And, and that kinda happened in that moment. Yeah. And um so that was before the fall. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I guess you could say you could still argue that it was um on equal footing because the fact that he listened to her, like you were going to listen to your equal. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, I, I agree with your decision. You obviously thought this through and I'm not going to put any thought, which was obviously wrong on his part. Yeah. Um. And God is like, all right, you're going to pay for that by having to do that. The rest of, of your, like generations yeah. are going to fall for this. I guess he's going to repeat. Yeah. I think it's kind of happens there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What is the saying? Love, love is not love. Is love blind. blind no. Um, love makes you do crazy things. Mm-hmm. That's the saying I was like, yeah. Yeah, I think we inherited that from Adam. Oh,
1: definitely. And I think when you think of Helen of Troy and the Greek mythology, like the whole city got almost destroyed over one woman's like she wanted, like she fell in love with this, like this guy fell in love with a woman, and it's like you let everything else go, like there was no other women in the world, (laughs) and so yeah, it still happens. (laughs) Yeah. So I
0: was just like, oh my goodness, that's that's insane. Um, But. I do want to backtrack some because I got, like, I guess I got, like, a little ahead of myself. So before we go into, like, the actual, like, Mm -hmm. punishments that God divvied out, we talked about them a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to step back and talk about um, what Satan did and said. Um, One of the things that I think people debate is that, you know, Satan says that you will not surely die. That's his. That's his selling point to eve
1: mm-hmm. one i think one of them yeah
0: yeah one of them is you know eve saying oh i'm gonna die if i eat this mm-hmm. and satan basically gives two selling points one you will not really die and two you will become like god
1: god all right three your eyes will be open
0: oh yeah, yeah three that's yeah. true um and so one of the questions i've heard people ask is did satan lie
1: yes and no Uh, because immortality I think was with the other tree, the tree of life. Mm -hmm. So eating of the fruit, I don't think necessarily, well, what, what did God say before? Let's go backtrack and say, God said, um, okay, there it is. It's like 15 is in the middle. He put them in the garden and then he commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So that part is accurate. You're going to die if you eat it. Um, so he didn't lie about, well, that part he is lying. Oh, are you really going to die? So I think that part is li- a lie. But when he talks about enlightenment, I think is when um, they, they use the analogy in the, the sermon. You, he's like, what's the opposite of having your eyes open? Your eyes are closed. He's offering the light. Like, you know, you're in darkness and I'm offering you the light.
0: for the light bringer? Huh? Lucifer, the lightbringer.
1: Lucifer, the lightbringer. Exactly, and it's all tied together. And it's like, whoa! Um, <laughs> but he's uh, he's offering. I mean, God is God has given them everything that is good. Everything as through each process of creation, He says, "It is good. It mm-hmm. is good." He hasn't ever given them evil. So it's out there. They can, and this Lucifer is bringing that to them now. But they haven't seen evil yet. And so he is offering them something new. He is offering them evil, and he he's just selling it as, oh no, this is better. This is more than you've already had. That God is h- hiding from you. So he is, yes, he is telling the truth that he's offering something new, but he's also lying that God was deceiving them. God was um, not offering them everything that was good. Um, is that all of the th- I think in that section? Yeah, the lying part was true, or true, so he didn't lie about that either.
0: So, a couple of things that I thought were interesting from that passage. Um, because a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, it says, like, in the day that you will eat it, mm-hmm. you yeah, will surely die. Yeah, like the same day. Yeah, and people are like, but they didn't die the same day. Mm-hmm. So, so Satan was correct. They didn't die. But, what I thought was interesting, I mean, they did die a spiritual death. Um, which yes. is mm-hmm. arguably worse than a literal yeah. death. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I went to is, um, in second Peter chapter three, verse eight, mm-hmm. it says that a thousand years are like a day to God. And a day to God is like a thousand, a thousand years. years. Yeah. <clears throat> Nobody ever made it to a thousand, to a thousand yeah. years. Mm-hmm. So literally they, in the day that they ate it, they, they died. died. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was like, I mean, that's pretty, that was pretty intense. Um, so even then, technically, he didn't lie because mm-hmm. um, a day to God is like a thousand years, and if they had stayed in the garden, they could have eaten from the tree of life and been immortal. So, to to someone who is immortal, like God, a day, a thousand years, like
1: yeah, that's like that is a day. That's that nothing. Is a day, yeah, it's like oh, yeah. okay, so yeah. you got
0: to live nine hundred years. Like, wow, you yeah, the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> you, you saw sunset.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> and um so i thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. and um the whole you will be like god yes Uh thing like i don't think they were
1: already like god
0: that's the thing
1: we are we're made in the image of god so they're already like god so that's another lie yeah
0: yes i feel like that statement is something that people should just like meditate on Mm -hmm. because it really shows the character of satan yes it really shows what he was after Mm -hmm. and it also shows why he came after god's creation like i feel like satan was jealous Mm -hmm. that we were created in the image of god yeah and that and if you think about it god gave us abilities that the angels don't have like people can reproduce that's true people can so god created us in his image Mm -hmm. and he created us with the ability to create other people in our image yeah
1: that's crazy when you think about it that way yeah
0: yeah and had we not fallen we would have lived in perfection Mm -hmm. we would have been immortal because we would have had access to this tree of life yeah and he gave man dominion over the earth yes
1: which we lost once that happened yeah yeah.
0: so essentially adam was like a king i mean he was like a prince under Mm -hmm. god's reign he was in the highest position he could have possibly been in and satan was jealous yeah he was basically like a jealous kid that was like Oh, I'm gonna get. I'm. I know how I'm gonna take this from you. Yeah. I'm gonna make I'm, you mess this up.
1: I'm gonna get back at you for what happened in heaven by yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Messing up Earth, pretty much. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and then he just kind of swooped in and took that mm-hmm. throne that Adam was supposed to have. Yes. Yes. Which yeah, I was like, that's crazy because that's that's the same lie that he brought to Jesus. Like yes. Satan is a one trick pony.
1: Yeah, pretty much. He's, and he's reusing it.
0: Unfortunately, we're dumb and we keep falling for the same trick yeah but like it's literally the same thing when he went to christ and he's like if you bow down to me i will give you all of this mm-hmm. and you're like but it's christ it's already his
1: yes mm-hmm. why would he want why would you like what well, can you give me that is not like already mine like huh
0: right it's like technically you are his because he created you too yeah like,
1: you just stole it <laughs>
0: yeah it's like wait what and he does the same thing to us like we ask god for things And God, maybe he says, not right now, Mm -hmm. or not like this, or that's not for you. I got something better. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's how we are. And that's how Satan gets us with this, you know, I can make you like God. You know, I can give you this. I can give you that. And you're like, but if we had just listened to God, like he had given us the world, Mm -hmm. literally.
1: And he's hiding it in the fact that he's saying you will be like God. He wanted to be God. Yeah. And it's not just that. We were already like God, so he's like, "Hey, Mm -hmm. I can offer you what he has. Like, you can you can have all everything that he has. Like under like you know all the extra stuff. Yeah, like all the it's like we're except of instead of accepting what we've already have, and we're kind of always curious, always looking for more. And he exploited that right there, and I guess or instigated it or started it there. Yeah, yeah. And
0: I was just like, oh that's
1: like the never being satisfied
0: right one of the things that i love about scripture Mm -hmm. is that i feel like you have like a literal story of you know two two people going through this literal situation you have a spiritual story Mm because we already talked about you know how it kind of parallels yeah spiritual the fall yeah but you also have something that is very personal and i feel like when i think about like, growing from a child mm-hmm. to an adult, yeah. it's kind of the same. Like, when I was mm-hmm. a kid, I wanted to grow up. I wanted to get my license. I wanted to move out. I wanted to have my own place and make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm here, I'm like, yeah. It's not what cra- it cracked it's all not up what do. I really yeah. wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I-, I would totally be cool to go back, wind this back a little bit, mm-hmm. be like, you know, maybe like 14 or 15, have my parents cook everything, pay all the bills, <laughs> <laughs> don't have to worry about anything. Um, but like you, you know, hindsight is 20-20. 20, yeah, yeah. Hindsight. And so mm-hmm. it, when I look at this, I, I feel like we all have this moment where we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, they won't let me do this. They won't let me experience this. You know, some people's parents are stricter than others. Um, you know, know, and you know, you're like, oh, okay. They won't let me talk to these people or they Mm -hmm. won't let me see this movie or they won't let me go to this place or, you know, I have to be home at this time. And you know, they're, they're controlling and all of this. And we have these, that image of our Mm -hmm. parents. And then now like that I'm an adult, I'm like, yo, well, my grandmother said this, not my parents, but. The whole nothing good happens after dark thing, I'm like, you know, she might have been on to something. Yeah,
1: literally. You, you're right. <laughs> at, at some age, at a, at a certain age, you're like, yeah, you know, it kind of You're
0: like, you know, you, you might have been right. Like, I might should have listened to you <laughs> a little bit longer ago. Um, And I feel like that's probably how Adam and Eve felt. Mm-hmm. Like, literally as soon... Maybe not as soon as they ate it. Deep down, I think they did. But yeah. I think they knew something to happened. a em- admit that. Well, yeah. because
1: immediately their eyes were open. And what's the first thing they noticed? Oh, shoot, we're naked. Right. Before, they were not ashamed in chapter yes. two. Yes. And all of, that was an immediate change. So all of a sudden, they know, oh, maybe this is not a good thing. Yeah.
0: yeah like, this was not what we... That's, that's not the kind of yeah. opened eyes. Yeah, that moonlight. we were
1: expecting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So since we mentioned their eyes opening
1: before you move on to okay. that because you just said something with the um we're seeing God as restrictive and our parents kind of being you know they're supposed to model God to us and again back to that sermon it was a great sermon you should listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> um he goes uh well a lot of parents do that but that's one of the first tricks that Satan does was transform yes. the law from yes you can eat from all these trees except to God said you can't eat this tree yes and you see that mirrored later on in the 10 commandments, do shall not, do shall not. And that becomes kind of like a pattern. These are the things you're not supposed to do versus, oh, these are the things that you can do, but for your protection, there's like one exception. Yes. And that was kind of how God started it.
0: Yeah. I agree with that mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Um, and he's going to send me the link to this sermon so I can put it <laughs> yes. in the show notes so everybody <laughs> can listen to the sermon. <laughs> yeah i definitely agree with that Mm -hmm. um i actually have plans to do an episode later on the difference uh, between saying i can't Mm. and i don't so yeah that's coming um but that's a good point and it does start here Mm -hmm. um where i was going to go was off of your mentioning of eyes being opened Mm -hmm. and them noticing that they were naked yes So one of the things that I wanted to point out, because I think it's really interesting how if you go across cultures, Mm -hmm. you see the same things. Mm -hmm. I mean, people have various interpretations of things. But for instance, I think it's in Hinduism, Mm -hmm. they have this concept of the third eye and Mm -hmm. opening the third eye. And if you dig into the interwebs you will see some very interesting things about what happens to people when they try to open this third eye it's not good i'll tell you that right off okay it's not good um but i thought it was interesting seeing that also in the bible is like okay their eyes were open and then bad things happened yeah like immediate
1: it was just like whoa it's not what we're expecting to see yeah
0: yeah and i'm like so i'm not i'm not trying to open (laughs) my eyes
1: (laughs) Some things are just better if you don't, you Some know, things you just don't need to know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but then also like the first thing they noticed mm-hmm. is that they were naked. Yeah. And it's interesting to me because we're the only creatures that have this concept yes. of being naked. Yeah. Like my cat was in here walking around a second ago. She's just in fur. Yeah. And I mean, granted she does have fur, fur which yeah. is kind of like a coat, but like, like animals don't seem to be ashamed like you don't see a dolphin or something be like no don't look at me i'm naked (laughs) true true yeah yeah (laughs) and you know they don't have fur so like it's it's very interesting Mm -hmm. this concept of being naked and being ashamed Ashamed of of our nakedness
1: yeah brilliant point um Back to the conversation last night from modesty that they yes. had at church. Like, why do we have this discussion? It's because like we again, from the fall, it starts all over from there. Now we have yes. to worry about these things. We're ashamed. We have things that we, you know it's it's just part of having our eyes open and having yes. a fallen world and sin um come in and being separated from God in that relationship that we had before. And later on robes of righteousness that Christ grants us back.
0: Right. Yes. I I'm glad you mentioned Modesty, Mm -hmm. Because I thought it was interesting. Um, One of the things that I noticed about modesty Mm -hmm. is what... Like, for instance, when I sit down and I think about what I think is modest Mm -hmm. or immodest. And when I try on clothes and I feel like I'm being modest or not modest, it's highly correlated to what I am insecure about. Mm -hmm. So, kind of like how they said they were ashamed. Mm -hmm. It started with doubt of God. Mm -hmm. That doubt goes into... Well, did God create perfect perfection, mm-hmm. right? And if God created perfection, then however you are is perfect. Yeah. So, you know, you're not too short, too skinny, too fat, too tall. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're good. But because we have fallen and we have this knowledge yes. of good and evil, um, we have all of these other things mm-hmm. telling us other things like, oh, you know, you have cellulite or you have stretch marks or you're too tall, you're too skinny, you're too fat, yeah. whatever. And we we hear all of these things and we become ashamed mm-hmm. of what we look like. But I've noticed that, like for instance, I never think about it being immodest to show my arms. But I don't think about my arms. Like I never look at my arm and think like, oh, that's an ugly arm. <laughs> um, but I become extremely uncomfortable showing my legs but then when i stop and think about it i am self-conscious about my legs and so that also goes into my definition of modesty the things that i expect to cover are also the things that i am ashamed of
1: yes Uh nikita did bring that up when she mentioned self-esteem that is definitely a great point it's again back to just having the fallen nature and Mm -hmm. having things that were just we're uncomfortable we're ashamed of ourselves and uh, adam and eve were ashamed as well and the first thing they did was sew their fig leaves yeah. together and <laughs> and cover themselves so and we're still doing the same thing yeah generations later yeah i think that's really just it
0: yeah i was just like oh wow like i mean i'm i think that's one of the things that i probably forgot mm-hmm. their reactions like yeah that you know they got caught and then I think I remember, you know, God calling to them Mm -hmm. and then them hiding from God. But, like, I don't think before I went back and looked at it, like, when I was really studying the word... Just taking from what I learned as a child, I don't think I really processed like they were ashamed that they were naked. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, okay. It's like, okay, yeah, that's normal. Everyone's yeah, ashamed yeah, yeah, yeah. to be naked. Exactly.
1: We don't think about before, yeah, they, they didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. And you know what? I think even nowadays when people are dealing with these same things in different ways and you hear about these different movements and these different um like not to go into too many details about what people do but like like i guess like yeah. nudists and whatever all yeah. these things and that just are just just are different ways people are dealing with their you know their sense of shame of you know insecurity and yeah. embarrassment about themselves and the image that god granted them and seeking for i guess reassurance in their own places mm-hmm. so instead of going back and trying to seek i guess like the robes of righteousness and getting back into that connection with god we're using all these different things to make ourselves feel better Mm -hmm. and still in a sense cover our our nakedness (laughs) our fig our our self-righteousness i think still using that same self-righteousness and fig leaves
0: yeah yeah also when i imagine they sewed fig leaves together like it also kind of makes me wonder like, of all the trees that you could have gone to. Like, why figs? Why
1: figs? It was the most convenient. I don't know.
0: It must have been like the closest tree to well, the original. The tree, yeah. Because I'm like, I feel like there are trees with bigger leaves. <laughs> Literally.
1: The palm tree, I don't know.
0: But, yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the things that I wrote down. Um, while I was reading kind of goes along with what you were saying is mm-hmm. that our reaction to sin is always to hide it yeah we never want to expose it mm-hmm. um because as soon as they realized they were naked they still could have called out and been like god, god we're naked yeah what happened? something
1: happened yeah <laughs> and even when he did show up nobody was like you know outright like yeah we messed up they're kind of yeah. like they
0: were all like oh they did it no they did it adam no, I goes
1: was... oh that woman you gave me god i didn't ask for one <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah. then he she goes well the serpent, the serpent
0: yeah
1: and the serpent's the only one who doesn't have an excuse the serpent's just like yeah i did it <laughs> he's like he doesn't care and i think that's that shows you i think the level of how far like gone he was and if as we as human beings like how to like you know once we reach the point where we're no longer ashamed of our sin is like that's when you're you know you're at the same level yeah, you're done you're like done. when you talk about like sinning against the holy spirit i've always heard of that like that's when you reach that point where like nothing that god says to you matters yes and i think that that was him. Like, he's that end of the line. Yeah. He,
0: like, he wasn't denying it. He's he like, wasn't yep. ashamed. He's just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was me. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, what, 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 what else are you going to do? <laughs>
1: exactly. You already cast me out of heaven. When it was... <laughs> yeah. Like, literally.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, it was interesting. Um, so, I went in to look at the actual punishments. Mm. And I'm not going to lie. It's become one of my favorite parts Um, not of the whole Bible because, you know, like we said, it's a little bit of a tragedy. Yeah. But definitely of the story as a whole. Uh Uh-huh. Um, because I thought it showed something very, very deep about God's character. Okay. So, one, he Mm -hmm. punishes the serpent first. Yes. He doesn't start with Adam. Mm -mm. He doesn't start with Eve. He starts with the root. And he's like, okay, so you, Mm -hmm. you came and did this. You instigated this. We're going to start with you. And within the punishment for the serpent, he gives the prophecy for Christ. You alluded to this earlier. Yeah, in the beginning, yeah. Um, And so it's interesting. I mean, you get certain things about the serpent, you know, the whole eating dust and cursed above all the Mm -hmm. animals and things like that. Um. You know I've heard different sermons where people are talking about the serpent as Satan versus like an actual literal snake, snake yeah. and things like that. But even like not getting into all of that, if you go to Genesis 3:15, which mm-hmm. is where it's in the middle of um, God punishing the serpent, he gives him, he starts talking about the serpent having enmity between him and the woman, mm-hmm. and the woman's seed, and mm-hmm. his seed.
1: And seed is capital. Yes, uh-huh. and seed
0: is capital. Um, and then he says that the woman's seed, well, he says that he, you know Satan's seed will um, bruise the heel of the woman's seed, mm-hmm. capital S, but the woman's seed will bruise or crush Your head. the head. Mm-hmm. And I definitely 100% know that when i was a little kid and Mm -hmm. they taught me this no one ever made the connection Mm -hmm. that this seed is christ
1: Mm -hmm. okay
0: um which as an adult i was like so why y'all didn't tell me yeah why did it take so long like (laughs) this this is really important guys (laughs) like this is literally the most important part Mm -hmm. of the chapter because before he ever cursed mankind before we literally had the plan of redemption right right like we Mm -hmm. had already fallen but we didn't fully know the effects of fall before he cast us out before he started saying like mm-hmm. you got to submit here and you got to work and it's going to be rough Pain and all this yeah, stuff. yeah before all that came down he was like okay but see satan i'm gonna send a seed that's gonna fix all, all of this, of this. Yep. and it's gonna crush your head like mm-hmm. you're gonna have a minute but in the end it's
1: game over it's game
0: over like this is not gonna fly yep and I thought that was something very powerful to think about who God is, is that before he even gets mad at...
1: Before the punishment, yeah, yes. Yeah,
0: before he hammers down the the punishment on them, it's, okay, I got to punish you for this, mm-hmm. but I got a way out for you. And yeah. that kind of reminded me like what you were saying about our parents mm-hmm. supposed to be setting this, this example, this example mm-hmm. where it's like, Having this bright future planned yeah. for your child, and it's like, okay, you you're screwing with the plan, so I have I have to chastise you. Mm-hmm. I have I have to redirect you and put you in this path. Mm-hmm. Um, but just know that I have your best interest at, at heart. heart. Yes, yes. Like I'm I'm yeah. I'm doing this for your good, and there's a plan, and it's not going to be like this forever. Like that's really powerful. It is. And I, I don't know why no one told me this when I was, like, five. I don't know if I would have really <laughs> yeah, understood it. Yeah, it's
1: like, maybe you wouldn't get it at that point either. But it it is probably the most important part of that chapter. Yeah. That, yes, we, we like, the human race fell and messed up and God was disappointed. And also talks about his justice. And even yes. before he was just, he loved us. He, his first reaction was to love us yeah. and give us that way out. And that, here, this is how I'm going to fix it. Yeah. And then he went back and like, look, because I have to be fair and I have to be just. I, have to, I still have to punish you. Right. But then he gives up. So. Yeah. Super deep, I think. It um, is. Part of core of Christianity.
0: Yeah. That's right at the beginning. So I, I loved that. And I mean, I feel like. The punishments in general, you could probably do whole episodes on each <laughs> punishment and just go down rabbit holes and rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. We won't do all of that. Um, I guess we already kind of talked about um, Eve, how her punishment mm-hmm. was that she would have um, pain in conception. That you know, her husband would be mm-hmm. her head, and um, I thought it was interesting because. Even though, even though these, you know, as a woman, you're just like, well, dang, you know, there are sometimes like when you look at society and you mm-hmm. see how oppressive it has become towards women mm-hmm. and you see um, the cultures in which, you know, the men don't necessarily have the best interest of the women at heart. So being submissive to those men is mm. not a pleasant thing mm-hmm. um and like i said i'm one of those who was misfortunate enough to the sorrow of conception even though i'm not you know having any kids uh-huh. at the time like you you you, you still see, yeah yeah you feel that verse and you're like man
1: it's like a constant reminder yeah
0: um but it's interesting because as i thought about it again mm-hmm. spiritually symbolically there have been so many things that came out of this that i was just like wow um so we kind of briefly mentioned that a woman represents a church yes and if you look in prophecy mm-hmm. there are a bunch of verses where it says about the end times it'll be like a woman in pain a woman in labor and it'll be like the labor pains where they you know they're far apart and then they start coming like contractions, contractions they start happening yeah. you know at more severe uh sharpness and they come closer together and and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i think it's interesting because it's also through a woman through this pain that christ came to, to our planet world, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so it's like oh like it's it's a curse but there's again there's still like mercy and like beauty in and within it. it yes um definitely and it's been interesting, like cause I think I may have done I know I did a blog post on this. I don't know if I did an episode, but I have taken I have probably taken every type of pain medication possible. None of them work. Mm-hmm. They'll work for a headache. They'll work if I like slice my arm open. But they don't work for this type of pain. And literally the only thing that stops the pain is to pray. Wow. And so it's like a constant reminder. Yeah,
1: a very spiritual connection, right? Yeah,
0: like that God exists and that he's there and that, you know, and like there have been times where like I'll remember ahead of time and I'll Mm -hmm. be like, okay, God, I don't want to have cramps. Can we like, you (laughs) know, can we not do this?
1: (laughs) Just can we skip it this way? (laughs)
0: Yeah. And like, I won't have them. Hmm. And then like maybe I got busy and I forgot to pray and I'll be like passed out on the floor Thinking I'm going to die. <laughs> wow. And so, like, it's a constant reminder. And so, it's it's interesting because, you know, I was just like, wow, it's, it's more powerful than just, like, I'm punishing you. <laughs> it has, like, spiritual purposes. It has, you know, mercy tied in. And I just thought that was something worth mentioning. Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think... God was able, able to use even our um, our failure to for our good like he's able to just transform it with the fall that yes he had to punish us and he still uses those punishments for good like um, good things go, come to those who work hard and then yes. what does he do he requires us to work hard and um, he made that you know your labor pains but through labor pains come life mm-hmm. so it's like each they're just tied to it's just part of life at this point um and where was I read again one of those things I read one of those two resources um that God is using us to refine us and to Mm -hmm. mold us and to give us that Christ like character again and prepare us for like for what we missed out on like he's kind of trying to get us back to where we're supposed to be
0: that yes
1: and I think that was kind of like yeah and that was kind of like a reason why he even within our punishments they had a purpose yes
0: so yes Purpose is key. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, of course, brings me to Adam, the man. (laughs) Um, It's interesting. What I found interesting about his uh, punishment um, is his punishment, a lot of it is more about the ground itself. Like, the ground Mm -hmm. is cursed. There's thorns and thistles, and um, it is like you have to work to eat, which let me be the first to say working is for the birds like, <laughs> i think we all are like i don't want to work <laughs>
1: i don't yeah I don't, there's not a lot of work that you call fun yeah
0: i mean that's why it's called it's work. work yeah yeah it's literally the opposite of fun um though i do like farming so <laughs> well we'll say that but like i thought it was interesting that a lot of his curse has to do with the earth mm-hmm. and how the earth is behaving towards towards Adam, Adam mm-hmm. and towards, you know, mankind in general. Because obviously if, if Adam has to work the land, then, you know, Eve's not going to walk up and miraculously get a watermelon. Like <laughs> she can only get the watermelon if Adam worked yeah, the ground or if she worked. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I thought that it was interesting because this also sets up a lot of the later punishments that come. So, Mm -hmm. for instance, um, when things happen, particularly in the Old Testament, but it's also in prophecy, and it's happening around the world now, when we see these famines Mm -hmm. and things like that, even like the earthquakes and things like that, that's literally, Mm, the earth earth is cursed. Curse, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's fighting back or, you know, wrestling us or however (laughs) you want to look at it. It's not being cooperative. Um, Mm -hmm. And... It was interesting to me too that in a couple of different passages in the New Testament, um, we get these metaphors about man and like vines or fruits. Like you have the fruit of the Spirit, Mm -hmm. um, you have the passage where Christ is like, I am the true vine. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of things where we see that, you know, like a good branch or a good tree beareth good Good fruit fruit. and, and things like that. And it was interesting that all of Adam's stuff dealt with Mm -hmm. this concept of like tilling the earth and working to get this fruit yeah which literally yes we have to work the ground to get this fruit but spiritually we have to work to understand who god is Mm -hmm. and to produce these fruits of the spirit they don't just come to us naturally anymore
1: (laughs) word yes (laughs) 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 yes (laughs) definitely yeah, you brought up some, like, great, like, you know, the the vine that doesn't produce fruit gets cut off and cast into the fire. Things yeah. like that. God expects um, work out of us. And I like yeah. how you made the spiritual connection to that. The fruit of the Spirit is, um, like, you know, like, you don't get the Spirit. You only get the Spirit through prayer and fasting and things like that. Yeah. It just requires effort, deli- like, this deliberate... Yeah. Um, bubbles
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) deliberate effort and deliberate um just energy you just have to expend to to nothing just comes naturally you don't wake up and like oh i know who god is right or i spoke to god like you don't expect the kid kids because i think they're more closer to purity like they're just like they haven't had as much sin they're probably easier to to you know to mold it says mold the kid as he's young and Mm -hmm. Things like that. But still, no. everyone is born into sin. We all have this disconnect between God and we have to work to make an effort to kind of... He's always reaching out to us, Mm -hmm. but we have to make the effort back as well to to connect.
0: Yeah. And I was just kind of mystified. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I noticed this even in my English classes. Like when you read certain things, if you're at this point in your life, Mm -hmm. it means something very different. Because you read it and you have this perception or this worldview Mm -hmm. and after certain things happen to you and your perception has kind of shifted then you see something totally
1: different different. or applies in a new way that you haven't yeah
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and that's how I feel like the word is like it just I mean it's it's living so it like (laughs) it moves and you're just like oh my goodness I didn't realize like if you told me when I was 16 that I could talk for an hour about the fall of man i'd have been like it's not that serious yeah <laughs> yeah right you're yeah.
1: like well it's just like 15 uh verses and you know in the bible I was like yeah so, what can you talk about <laughs>
0: you know, they ate the fruit they died
1: serpent yeah like they what? got kicked out the garden and we're doomed
0: yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. The, you, it's not that you know but then when you go back you're like man there's a lot in there. Mm-hmm. It's really foundational. It's really fundamental, and um, I, yeah, and who knows? I might read this again in five years and find a whole lot more.
1: Oh yeah, we didn't even go through all the verses. We really did. <laughs> we like literally focused on just a section of that chapter, so
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, before we uh, close out, with I mean, you did mention we didn't go through all the verses. Was there <laughs> anything else that you wanted to point oh, out? Um,
1: no, not really. I mean, I guess... Um, uh, let me see. I guess he puts the angels to guard it. So I guess it's like the garden still exists. So it's like the, not that the garden disappeared. So maybe, I guess, maybe that's part of the redemption as we can come back into that garden and have access to that. Yeah. So still part of the plan and just God knowing what's going to happen and having that foresight that um, our best interests at heart at all times. And even when we do mess up, he's always there to just uh, open arms, ready to accept us. Yeah, we're going to feel some pain. We're going to, you know, we're going to pay the consequences. But he's there to like to support us and to bring us back into the fold. And that is just a the gospel and beauty of it and it's right there in the beginning as soon as man fall there's the gospel right there that's (laughs) it yeah
0: that's beautiful thank you for joining me on the show it was great to have you
1: thank you for having me (laughs) it was a really interesting conversation and super important
0: yes yes thank you and thank you to the listeners for tuning in i hope that you will like share subscribe all of the above I will see you guys next Wednesday.